If you like to waltz with potatoes, if a squash can make you smile, I have the number for a great counselor. I can totally give it to you. This week on My Taste in Music is Terrible, we rank the entire compilation. Compilation album. Compilation yeah. album of VeggieTales Rock's theme song. Woo! Two special guests joining us, just like last week. Uh, this week we have Nathan and Madison, and they're married and they're cool. I just met them ten <laughs> minutes ago. Um, yeah. Can you like rank them? Like I, just on like one, ten minutes. Like rank? Okay. Yeah. Um, like first impressions. Yeah, first impressions. I always like to start first impressions at ten out of ten, and then let it go downhill from there. Okay. So what? Yeah. Also, I'm an Enneagram 9, so I don't want to offend anyone. I was going to say, you sound like an Enneagram 7. That's what I do. I fall in love with every new person I meet. And then it just fades. <laughs> so, so where are we? He's known you less time, so you're good. You're at like an 8. TK's probably at like a 6. Right. So that means I'm at like a 3 or yeah. something. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Um, I thought it'd be cool to go around the room and just say how we were introduced to VeggieTales. It's probably all kind of similar, but let's do it. Let's Should start we introduce the... ourselves, though, as the hosts? Sure. If you haven't been listening to us... Yes. So I'm, I'm Larry the Cucumber. <laughs> that's that's TK. Um, no, that's no, not. It's not. Sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not TK. That's embarrassing. He would never say that. No. It's true. I'm very offended. Way more... <laughs> Way too on the net. I just went down to like a 1.5. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm Josh. I was here last week. I'm a host on My Taste in Music is Horrible. Terrible. <laughs> oh I've been looking at the title in emojis for a while. It's actually my tongue is music notes. And then the pukey face. <laughs> so you can you can that's, that's our, that as you will. The name of our group text. <laughs> um, VeggieTales, I guess I don't know for sure when I got introduced to VeggieTales, but I was very young. And when you were a young boy. Yeah, when, when I was a young boy. <laughs> Did your father take you to the city? No, no, we lived in the country. Um, this is Tanner, not TK. I'm so sorry. Um, we'll talk later. <laughs> um, I, I don't think I could, like, pinpoint when I was introduced to VeggieTales. I, I was probably, like, two years old. It's just always been there. It's, mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, they're eternal. <laughs> it's true. I was introduced to them so young, I probably could have been convinced that they were my parents. I was pretty sure that you had to like like VeggieTales to be a Christian. You do. Okay, there you go. All right, Nathan. Uh, you know, I was homeschooled, and I think when you're homeschooled, you're like you're a it's like a social security number, right? You're born and you're assigned a VeggieTales cassette tape. So right, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, I think sense. Yeah, mm -hmm. so mine was uh, the 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 fib from outer space was like my go to. Ooh, you know did, that one? 
Did you oh, also yeah. listen to Adventures in Odyssey? <laughs> I feel called out here. <laughs> yeah. Bible I was homeschooled. I had a Bible man. Bible action man. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Dude, I had his uh, armor, like his like yeah. armor of God. Yeah. Nice. His <laughs> what about three, two, one penguins? <clears throat> oh no. <laughs> I forgot about that too. That's like yeah. the Christian Madagascar, right? Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. Like for a while, I thought they were the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it came first, though. Oh, yeah, it did. I, I think it did. Yeah, yeah. So really, Madagascar ripped the Christian thing. For sure. Yeah. Oh. Mm. I want my settlement money. <laughs> <laughs> I want what I'm owed. Yeah. Every Christian has stock in 321. <laughs> 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 um, I'm TK, I guess. Yeah, that's well. You can, we we call him TK for short, because otherwise it gets confused. TK, I guess, is just too long. You know, we don't yeah. need to use your full name. Oh, I see what you did there. Oh, bumbunch. Okay, so I think my first exposure to Veggie Hills was probably so Nathan and I grew up at the same church. I think it was at church the first time I saw it. But then we went out to the Christian bookstore and we bought a tape. And that tape that I bought was them marching around the walls of Jericho. Mm-hmm. And I remember it vividly because the slushies that they... So, yeah, and you were there too, probably. Yeah, yeah, I lived there as well. Yes. <laughs> she was like sitting behind us. Yep. Anyways, with the slushies that they like pour over the side, I just remember thinking like, that looks so good. Yes. Like, I don't know what it was, but the CGI or whatever, like video effect, like it looked really delicious. So that's what I equate Veggie Tales with. Did you um, think the same thing about the bunnies? I did, actually. <laughs> I think that was the second thing that I watched was the bunnies. <laughs> the bunnies. The bunnies. <laughs> and that's why I'm hopelessly addicted to sugar. And I don't love my mom or my dad. Just the bunnies. Just the bunnies. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are we going for this guy? This guy's dark. <laughs> so... My name's Madison. I also feel like I was practically born into VeggieTales, so to speak. But I must have been kind of slow as a child, because it took me a really long time to realize that they were like Bible story analogies. (laughs) So for a long time, like, I was just thinking that it was just this, like, thing that every kid watched, and then I realized it was very specific to a certain social circle. So that was just an awkward time in kindergarten and first grade, and... Upwards, so yeah, but I feel like the first one that I remembered it, it's a weird one to this day. I don't know the name of it, it's the one where they're on an island, they're all stuck on that island, and there's like a wooden catapult with coconuts. Catapult. What, it, what is it? Do you remember what it is? I think it was a short, but there was a moment where I, I just remember. Larry going bamboo, bamboo, bamboo really fast. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was really and they fly away in a bamboo helicopter at the end, and yes. I still don't think it's Bible related at all. Oh, but I remember that. Yeah. I don't know what it is. I, maybe Hold this on. is the root of my confusion. Apparently, I am not nearly as uh, vegetarian. <laughs> I didn't remember that one. She said bamboo helicopter. Yes. And, and then, bloody yeah. Bamboo, I don't know what, what it is. What is that? I'm still am lost. I, yeah. Well, Nathan's <laughs> looking it up. I'll, I'll go. This is Jonathan. Um... I th- yeah, I was, like, born into VeggieTales. I think the first one I remember seeing, the first one we got, 
was the I forget the name, but it was the one where they like ripped off Star Trek. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't remember what it was named. I think was, I remember that one. Was it like the friendship one, maybe? I yeah, because that was yeah. the one where I could be your friend. Right. Yeah. So that that was me. Um, but yeah, I was born into it. I was homeschooled. It happened. Um, it happened. Don't make a big deal out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, just don't, please. <laughs> Wait, raise your hand if you were homeschooled. That's a lot of people. Whoa, that's like equal representation, though. Well, I went to private school, Christian school, so it was kind of the same thing. Not quite, but... Mm. I went to Belgrade, so... <laughs> I went so you're to basically, a... like, inner city. <laughs> <laughs> I went to a one-room schoolhouse. Ooh. So, I don't know if you call that public or private or homeschooled. It's maybe a little bit of everything. That's like more homeschooled than being homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that could whoa, be. Whoa, whoa, How big was the basketball team? We didn't have one. Oh, okay. One room schoolhouse. There were like <laughs> max of 16 kids, and it was a big deal that they had like added on bathrooms and there wasn't an outhouse anymore. So like, wait, wait, okay. I, 16 kids from K through 12. Yeah, total. from K through okay. 12. Okay. So, like, total. Where did you go to school? Uh, Malmberg. It's out by Jackson Creek, halfway between Bozeman and Livingston. It's by oh. the Bear Park out there. Yeah. Okay. That little red building. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I've been over there. Yeah. Yep. So, kind of cool. Sorry, you're right. It's more homeschooled than being homeschooled because, like, it's all, yeah. It's just got, it's such a weird little microclimate, and since you're at school, your parents don't think you need to, like, go out and be exposed to the world, so you don't mm. get those cool, like, homeschool opportunities, like community co-op or <laughs> basketball teams. It's just you and your 15 non-best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you and the three seniors. Yep, exactly. <laughs> so, the tape that the bamboo incident happened on was called God Wants Me to Forgive Them and it had Grapes of Wrath on it as well. Oh, yes. I remember it came out in 1994. So... I can't imagine that's Literally. When did Vinny start? I don't know. We should have done some research. Show over. (laughs) (laughs) Just looking up the VeggieTales Wikipedia page. Yeah, so 100% is is rolling. Slightly older still. It was owned by DreamWorks Classics, DreamWorks Animation, NBC Universal, Comcast, and Universal Pictures at different points. Wow. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Yeah. That's really interesting. Well, that was when it went downhill. (laughs) Well, after Lord of the Beans, it went downhill. (laughs) I just still remember the line, you could write a whole book on a napkin from Lord of the Beans, and it makes me laugh. When they're reading the, the like inscription on the on the doorway, yeah, and he's like talks for minutes. Oh, that's right, yeah. He's like, it's a very efficient language. You could write a whole book on a napkin. That was pretty good. Um, what's the layout for tonight? What are we doing, TK? Um, I was thinking we could just hit like eleven down to one. Cool. Right. Same order we just went in. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the usual thing we do? Yeah, the usual <laughs> thing. Just basically the thing we do. <laughs> All right, well, I listened to the album this morning. Um, <laughs> Fresh on the mic. I ranked them on the way here. <laughs> oh, my I had a busy week. <laughs> but uh, about half these songs were extremely familiar, and I sang along with them 
with my fists in the air. It was great. Um, I would say that number 11 was Promised Land by Sanctus Real. Um, I kind of got to the end of it, and I was just like, wait, what? Did I just, I, I, it was just forgettable to me. I don't know. And maybe part of it is that I, I think some of these ones are, like, I really like them because I remember the movie that they're in. And I just don't really remember that one. I mean, I, I understand it's like the Israelites and the Promised Land and all that, but boy, I just really don't remember that movie very much. Mm-hmm. So, um, out of all of them, the, that was the other thing I kept running into is how do I even rank these? Like, do I rank them because they're my favorite? Do I rank them because they were mostly rock or what? I felt like this is the the least well done as far as being a rock song. Yeah, we don't have rules for how. Yeah, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I just have my rules. <laughs> it's it's the four wing. <laughs> Uh, I have to have rules, but I want to make my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I just, I had like a ton of fun listening to this album. I listened to it yesterday, um, but I did listen to it. I did listen to it twice. Wow. Um, and it was, it was super fun. Did Owen Sick. Wilson just walk in the room? Wow. <laughs> wow. wow. Um, yeah, same thing. Like half the songs, I was like singing along and just like super pumped. Um, but because it's not on Apple Music, we had to listen to it through that YouTube playlist, and it was sitting on my desk while I was working, and I'm just, like, looking down at my phone once in a while, like, who in the world is making these videos? <laughs> like, what is <laughs> They were so funny. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, that being said, my number 11 is I Can Be Your Friend. Um, by the OC Supertones. Mm. I'm gonna throw a punch you. I knew you were gonna be mad about that. I, I knew you were. Because I'm the only person you know that's in the sky in 2021. Yeah. Yeah, actually, that's yeah. exactly the reason. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. It just, I didn't, I didn't like it. I mean, the, the, the message is great, you know, but the song itself, my notes just say, meh, cool guitar solo, though. <laughs> Which actually was performed by Ethan Luck, who was the guitarist of Demon Hunter, drummer for really? Lion K, and uh, bassist for Project 86. Oh, I'm moving that Wait. song up on my list now. He was, <laughs> he was both the drummer for Lion K and the guitarist for Demon Hunter? It's, it's they ever, nuts. Were, probably not, but were they ever on a tour together? Or at a festival together? That'd be maybe? funny. Probably. probably Definitely festival. not a tour, but... Anyway, yeah, sorry. That was a side sidebar. Well, my number eleven, and this is probably gonna ruffle some feathers, is Stand by Skillet. Whoa. Ooh. I Ooh. just okay, first of all, <laughs> I, I wanna point out that I think some of these songs suffer from the source material because like I think <laughs> I mean, we can be honest the the Pirates Who Don't Do Anything is like one of the best Veggie Tale songs, anyways. And they yeah. gave it to Reliant K. So like, <laughs> I know. Like, like when they were like drawing the deck straws. Was you know what I mean? <laughs> but like, 
And they're like, who gets blue? Oh, right. <laughs> but that, but I also just, I'm not a metal guy. I just don't like that. Like, even Demon Hunter, I did listen to them, but mostly because it was like, ooh, I can get away with listening to metal as a Christian homeschooler. But <laughs> I didn't really actually enjoy it very much. <laughs> and so, but just like the amount of noise that that song is, I mean, I, I get what it is, but I've also never liked Skillet very much either, so... <laughs> I think that, that that's the two for is I don't think Stand is a great song as a VeggieTales song, uh, especially because you're going from Junior Asparagus to Skillet. Like, that's a tough bridge to cross when you're looking at the original and the, and the current one. But anyways, yeah, that's my number one. That actually makes a lot of sense. Skillet sucks. <laughs> hey, hey. <laughs> Invincible and Alien Youth are two great albums. Um, Skillet is really good. Uh, Kawhi and Comatose are two great albums. Comatose is pretty good, too. Uh, I respect like, that he plays bass in Queens. Yeah. 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 What's the one with the mummy on it? Is that Comatose? <laughs> the, the, the mummy? That, uh, that one's the mummy. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> no one fact checked. <laughs> all right, TK. <laughs> okay, um, my 11 is Paul Coleman's Blue, and mm. I wrote down uh, a one-word sentence, and that was how. <laughs> if I theologically believed that hell was like when you died and you went to hell Satan just did something personal to torture you that is what like my hell would be it's just this song on repeat I listened to it and I just was like this is the worst thing I've ever heard I don't know who Paul Coleman is I don't want I don't want to know <laughs> yeah I was gonna ask did this song begin and end his career <clears throat> Because I've never heard of the guy. Yeah, so there's like this. me neither. Freaking, like, what is it like programming synthy stuff? And, and that's what because I didn't. I just like listened to the playlist. And I didn't like have the track line, like track list set up. So I thought it was Skillet at first because it had like the distorted guitars. It was around the time when Skillet was like a techno band because they started off like really techno, like um, like basically neutered Nine Inch Nails. And now they're kind of what they are now. So I was like, oh, this must be Skillet. And then I looked it up and I was like, who even is Paul Coleman? And it's just, it's it's so bad. But like, I agree with Nathan, like, source material. Like, I, I watched this um, VeggieTales and, it, and like, this this is like not a good catchy song. The Bidem Blueberry. Yeah. yeah. You. Also, apparently. Oh, 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 no. Do you? Okay. Okay. You, did you never have a memory of your parents singing like "I'm so blue"? I, I feel like they would have done that. Yeah, just to like my didn't. it was my, to my irritate. Did. Yeah, right. so I mean, I don't know. While it's not like the catchiest song, it was still one that my parents would sing all the time. So there's proof that it's catchy to someone, apparently. It, it always gets stuck in my head. Yeah. I cannot wait for you to hear where that is on my list. <laughs> also, apparently Paul Coleman is the guitar player for Newsboys from 2006 on. Oh. So. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So he probably tried his, out his career as a solo artist, immediately got the gig from VeggieTales, <laughs> and immediately... <laughs> this is how I'll do it. <laughs> this is how I'll build my empire. What is this album like like some sort of Christian music tryouts? You know what I mean? Like honestly. Because yeah. Reliant K like did really good. Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, yeah, Michael Tate probably should have a solo career. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Great segue. Saint Israel, you should uh just do work. <laughs> I disagree with 
that ranking of Sanctus Real song, but okay. You can, but, hey. If you want to pick a fight, I'm here for it. <laughs> oh, so is that low on your list too? Um, I'll I'll get to it. Okay. <laughs> Always soon. <laughs> um, wait, yeah, wait, it's her what? eleven right now. You trying to skip her? No. Okay. No. No. Wow. I actually have like a very similar opinion to Nathan, but I want to preface all of my opinions by the fact that the only music that I ever was allowed to listen to as a kid was the Christian, the 99.1 music station on, like, the radio when we were driving. So I never had any, like, cassette tapes or CDs or anything like that. Was that K-Love or PLR? K-Love, of course. So you got yeah. to hear uh, KJ52's Coke Fried Cheeseburger, like, every single day. Every day, day. <laughs> yep, yes. every day. So I would like to say that some of these, i.e., like, anything done by the Newsboys or... Rebecca St. James immediately kind of call back childhood mm. memories. So I know that I'm biased, but right. uh, my 11th place was Stand, because I also hate screaming, just of all kinds. <laughs> <laughs> and also, what kind of name is Skillet? I just was immediately biased. You so. know, they actually, there's a pretty great interview where they're like, yeah, we don't know what we were thinking. <laughs> <laughs> skillet. Their first album has a picture of a skillet, like a cast iron skillet. That's another it. really good album, too. Yeah. The song Saturn on that album slaps. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. <clears throat> Alright, Jonathan. Yeah. 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 It's your turn. It's your turn, <laughs> Jonathan. Don't don't be told it's your turn and then take a giant sip. <laughs> it's rude. I'm sorry. Um He's awesome. No. My number eleven was one that I was very hopeful for because it's one of my favorite silly songs and also I think one of everyone's favorite silly songs and also I think it's one of the easiest songs to turn into a rock song because it's already kind of there it's his cheeseburger the tape he was handed this on a silver platter and I think he just ruined it um yeah it just he seemed like he was out of his element for some reason he like, was handed his cheeseburger on a silver yeah. platter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it, it could have been way better, I think. Um, it just it didn't seem like he was trying very hard. It seemed like he phoned it in, unfortunately. I was disappointed. The last note he hit was just, just never should have existed. <laughs> um, yeah, so it was a bummer. I still like the original song. Original song. I like the original song. I just don't like that thing of hair that Mr. Lund has. Oh. <laughs> that seemed really gross and wet, you know, when he's like, yeah, the, the right, totally. I hated it. Yeah. All right. Number 10. Uh, oh. Okay. Uh, number 10. <laughs> Let it out. Uh, no, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> I think that this version of this song was better Probably than the one that was in the VeggieTales movie. Um, but I'm So Blue is my number 10. I, mm. The song I do think is catchy and I do, I can sing along to it. I also thought that that movie was kind of boring. Myself. It's not the best. But, I don't know, that's just me. Uh, maybe, yeah, I don't know. But yeah, number 10. I don't really have a whole lot to say about it. Uh, I'm so blue. It 
was yeah forgettable. Mm-hmm. I have things to say about that song later. All right. Um, <clears throat> my number ten is the hairbrush song by Audio Adrenaline. I I don't know. It's an iconic Veggie Tales song. Like I I love that the whole. Just the whole thing, the, the whole hairbrush thing. Um, I felt like it just, I don't know, it was weird that it was live and none of the other songs were. And also, it, I don't know, it was just boring for me to listen to Audio Adrenaline do that song. I just wanted to like, actually watch it on Baby Tales. <laughs> so, didn't love it. Do you know if they actually did it live, or they like tried to pretend it was live? Because they had that thing where they're like, "The fire marshal's gonna shut us down if we don't move back." Yeah, and I always thought that was funny, but not like a real thing. I don't know. I I thought it was fake. Okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure there's, there's no way it's actually live. Yeah, that's trash. Yeah, but I mean, like, why? Why not? It's on your way. The fellas who brought you the houseplant song. Yeah, yeah was, exactly. Yes! No, that's, Which, that's for a talent show once. It's no such a way. Great song. It's an amazing song. It's amazing. Then you play that Petra. Yes. My dad used to like blast that song. My dad house. used to blast that song. <laughs> Do we have the same dad? No, but I bet they would oh. get along. I bet they would. <laughs> Your dad should be my dad. Who's gonna fight? My number 10 was the VeggieTales theme song by Rebecca St. James. I don't, I don't know what it is about this that just bugs me so much. I, or maybe it's because I just don't like Rebecca St. James. I, I've kind of always felt like she's famous because she's Australian and therefore kind of like a novelty in a sense. Where people are like, oh, like Hill, like Hillsong. Yeah, the solo act version of Hillsong. I don't know, but just the the kind of like turning it into this big like ethereal thing really seems strange to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I appreciate that she tried to do something different, but yeah, right. I don't know. Just the, whatever it ended up being, I wasn't sure what it was and just didn't like it because of it. But um, so that was my number ten too, and I I want to continue what you just said. My saying it sounds like the theme song. Oh, like what would play during the intro of like an anime TV show? Yes. Um, it, it's fun, but I don't... Okay, hot take. Ooh, I don't think Rebecca St. James is that talented. Rebecca St. James is that talented of a vocalist. I just, I'm just going to say that I don't think she... Like, because... A second emotion. Yeah, yeah basically Evanescence yeah. is like a good <clears throat> vocalist. For that genre, and then what she was doing here, it like doesn't make any sense. Mm-hmm. Even though like musically, like it is pretty cool. Um, but I will say <clears throat> that one time I met her at the Christian bookstore in Bozeman, um, and right before I was gonna go meet her, there was some wind blowing on my back, and I was running, and I tripped over a piece of like sidewalk, and I fell on my face. And my lip split open. And I then immediately went to meet her. <laughs> and she was so concerned and kind. She was like, how's your face doing? Are you okay? And my mom was like, he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so she, I remember her being very nice. So, 
hear this. When you hear this. When you hear this. You can't sing, but you're cool. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, if you're as talented as Rebecca St. James, you better be nice. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over. We've been canceled. So I promise I'm not copying Nathan's homework, but mine is also Veggie Tales theme song. First of Whoa. all, because this is like the first al- the first song I listened to on this album, right? And it starts off with that big dramatic like swell, and I'm confused about what I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah. I like had to double check and make sure that this was actually what I was supposed <laughs> to be listening to, but. A couple other things. First of all, one thing that confuses me about Rebecca St. James' voice is it's supposed to be this, like, smoky, sexy alto, and she's singing about, like, veggies. And this is just, I can't, I can't handle it. Also, like, when I was a kid, my first concert was a Rebecca St. James concert, and at that concert, I decided I didn't like concerts. My first concert as a kid was a Barlow Girl concert, but mm-hmm. Rebecca oh. St. James opened. Oh, that's even worse. What? All I remember about Rebecca St. James at that concert was her talking about her own accent. My my first concert yeah. was also a Rebecca St. James concert. <laughs> what? In, in Kalispell at the Kalispell Christian Center. Did you also decide you didn't like concerts? No, I love concerts. Oh, okay. I'm trying to remember who else was there. I think Phil Wickham was there. Okay. Oh, okay. I've seen Phil Wickham. Yeah, he's awesome. awesome. Cannons oh, is like a top ten song. Dude. Yeah, that's for amazing. No, no I'm totally football. wrong. It's not Phil Wickham. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's the other Phil that plays guitar. Phil Kagey. Phil Kagey. Oh, oh, yeah, he's great. Okay, when he you was said, also good. When you said Phil Wickham, I was in my head thinking of Phil Kagey. I was yeah, like, no, he can't I was like, wait a minute, that, that was Phil Wickham. <laughs> well, you said Cannon, so I was like, yeah, that is a good song. It was not Cannon. <laughs> <laughs> was not a thing yet. I don't even think Phil Wickham was a thing yet. Because this concert was in like... 97. Okay. When Phil Wickham's like 11? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Phil Kagey was there. Phil, if you're listed. And then there was somebody <laughs> else there, but we were late, so. Either. Alright. <laughs> um, my number 10 was, is might be my favorite silly song. But, again, I had high hopes and they were dashed. It's unfortunate. Um, the Water Buffalo song. Super After all we've been through. Baby, what is you doing? The background vocals in the beginning I thought were kind of annoying and they weren't like in time with the rest of the vocals. We know after going through Super Chick. In the past episodes, we know that in the beginning their background vocals sucked real bad. Um, <laughs> this is probably around this. that time. We've been through that. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. want to beat a dead horse. Um but the production was also really bad on this one. The instrumentation wasn't great either. I think I'll give him a pass on the production just because I know a lot of these songs that were up, were uploaded to YouTube from something else. Right. Right? So a lot of them probably weren't up to par. Like the Reliant K one, of course, was probably, was you know, was high, high fidelity. Uh-huh. But the other ones were probably uploaded from like a tape deck or yeah, something. Yeah, I think, I think YouTube had a lot to do with like yeah. production value. Right. Like what we so I'll give him a pass on that. But I just... I just didn't like it. It didn't. It fell flat. 
Um, Max, the last part Max was clever. Mixed or mixed and produced that song. Okay. Um, so what you guys are saying is this is the Super Chick podcast, the official podcast of Super yeah. Chick. Yeah. I always want to bring him up in uh, every podcast. Max Sue produced this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We. The reason why we're laughing is we literally talked about Max Sue for three hours two weeks ago. Because <laughs> we talked about Super Chick. Yeah. He basically. For and three he hours. was yeah. Super Chick. Yeah. Um, the last part was clever, though, when the band fades back in. I thought that was neat. But, uh, yeah, the rest of it, just, yeah, Not great. What's up? <laughs> Should I go to number nine now, or are we going to have another, like, silent stare-down? And now, the part of the podcast where Jonathan comes out and says a love tip. It's love tips to Jonathan. <laughs> no one's excited. I wish you guys <laughs> I wish okay, Jonathan. see his smile when he says this is love tips with Jonathan, because there's, like, a whole cheese to it. Oh, yeah. Jonathan mm-hmm. as a single man. Well, I... No, no, me. Me, I'm... Oh, you guys as... Me as a single man. Mm -hmm. Single, nearing steps to be ready to mingle. Guide me. Okay. Um, If you are still seriously listening to Veggie Tales right now, and you find someone, marry them. (laughs) (laughs) Because you probably won't find anyone else. If you're seriously listening to Veggie Tales, and you like, like, you listen to them every day, and... You're really into the movie still. As a 26, 25-year-old, I don't know. You can still appreciate it, right? Like we, we appreciate it. Oh, no, but if I'm you're 28. St- <laughs> yeah. What if you're still listening to them at that point? Just, yeah, find someone, just just call it right there. Yeah. On the spot. On the spot. I think I'm still ordained. Okay. So you can email, email the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> email the podcast. You don't have an email. If you're a single woman and you seriously listen to, to VeggieTales, mm-hmm. you should comment and ask Tanner to marry you. Yeah. yeah. E- email, email us. I'll do the service myself. <laughs> so you'll marry yourself? Okay. Very merrily. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh... That was Love Tips with Jonathan. <coughs> Can we open the window? Yeah. Uh, my number nine was the VeggieTales theme song by Rebecca St. James. Let's go. Uh, <laughs> I did think um, that after I finished <clears throat> listening to the song, like, I never really liked Rebecca St. James, but like she was also my first concert, so, you know... Um, I actually listened to some Rebecca St. James the other day because I thought it'd be kind of funny to cover some of her songs <laughs> in, like, like metal. I don't know. I don't know if it can be done, but it would be neat. <laughs> I'm going to need to pray about it. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I think that she probably could have made more rock music. I don't think she would have been good at it, but I think that she could have made more and it would have been maybe better than what she did make. So, like, with Rebecca St. James, it's like a quantity over quality kind yeah. of situation. <laughs> like, try another genre and see, and then maybe we just go and try another one after that. It's like Taylor Swift did. <laughs> just like, work your way through. 
yeah, that was that was my number nine. I also don't know how you can take the VeggieTales theme song in general and change it and come up with something better because it's it's pretty great. As it's, it's perfect. It's like the SpongeBob song. Yeah. You know? It's iconic. Yeah. Yeah. I like the Magic School Bus theme song. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And it is also odd too that she went so different when it's like the opener to the album. You know, you'd think they'd maybe be like, okay, we gotta ease them in. You but, know, but instead we just cannonball into this thing. But think about like contextually, because this came out in 05. Mm-hmm. So that was like right off the heels of Lord of the Rings. So it's like a big orchestral mm-hmm. movement. So that was kind of like the theme of like scores yeah. and like what they were doing. I, even, I, was, I even wrote orchestral in my notes. I said dis- decidedly orchestral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I think that maybe she was thinking, I want to do something big and, you know, like that's. Like what Epic. I was thinking. Yeah. I was picturing Frodo Baggins. Really. Like dropping the ring. As it was like... Do you think she was also <laughs> trying to like make a splash again because her career was pretty much over by then? Who's to say? Probably Rebecca St. James. And now she's just riding for King and Country's coattails. <laughs> Those are her little brothers. Mm-hmm. And they're doing great. They're, they're doing, doing great. Doing We're going to get into some more nepotism in this podcast. <laughs> just a little bit. Nice. Um, so, anyway, my number nine <clears throat> is Promised Land by Sanctus Real. <clears throat> it just bland. It's so blah. They <laughs> sing about yeah. mana in the song, and it, it's like the mana of music. I was just like, this is, <laughs> this is the mana like, it's, of the song. It's mana of this sucks. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, what, what makes a song? We probably should have some singing. I'm told there's a voice, <laughs> and I'm told that you have to have a melody. So drums, maybe some bad keyboard, and someone, like, Trying to squeak out a tune here is yeah. what we're gonna try. So it's like a yeah. by number of music. It is. It, it, yeah. It was just yeah. I don't think it was well done. It was bland. It just like it kind of like they even even when they try to be dynamic, where they go to like this more like stripped back portion of the song. Mm-hmm. It's like you think the song ends before they start that. Like it doesn't even <laughs> flow together. It just like there's a pause where there's no sound and then they start that. Um, I, I don't know. It was just, like, not good. I do, I thought it was funny that the YouTube video had that song playing over, like, random clips from some weird cartoon. Yeah, yeah that, was that was interesting. interesting. That was really weird. <laughs> do we know and, what that cartoon was? Because it's almost anime. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. I was way more interested in the cartoon than the song. Well, and that video had like 23,000 views. <laughs> I'm like, who's watching this? <laughs> the comments are like, what is this video? <laughs> the same person 23,000 times. <laughs> uh, my number nine was one that's been brought up before, his Cheeseburger by Tate. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said too about just like the song itself. And in this instance, it's almost, like, <laughs> sad because the source material is better than the actual song. And and as I was listening through this, I mean, and, and you know, we were talking about the production of this album, which it feels weird to even be, be like, well, the production on this song, when it's a VeggieTales song. But it's, like, it feels like they brought, like, a bunch of these artists together 
and they had like a weekend in the studio, you know, and they're like, okay, go. And just trying to do as much as they could. And I feel like probably yeah. was it. It's probably, yeah. <laughs> that's like, exactly what like, I'm guessing that's what no, it is. My guess is they like email me like, hey, they're like, hey, on your own time. <laughs> but like everybody else, we're getting, we're getting paid by the hour here. So yeah, I, that, that felt like one of the ones that like end of the session, everyone's tired. Okay, take it at the booth and rip this song real quick and yeah he was just like not feeling it that day you know so yeah, I, don't, I don't know Denny's afterwards or something. <laughs> maybe they recorded it in a Denny's I don't know <laughs> it, just, yeah, it sounded like they recorded it in a Denny's he may it, it even sounded like he didn't even really know his song that well I don't know it was just a weird song and uh, yeah not a fan I like the original a lot better except for the wet hair thing <laughs> that's the only thing I have against the original <laughs> <laughs> Every time you eat a cheeseburger, you're like thinking it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, my number nine is uh, Nepotism the Song. (laughs) Which uh, is Stevenson doing lips. And the reason this bothers me so much is it's Stephen Curtis's chap. Stephen Curtis Chapman's son. And he named his band Stevenson. It's like he had no confidence in himself. And he's like, my dad is Stephen Curtis Chapman, though. (laughs) Which, ironically, that is Caleb Chapman, who would grow up to be in... Colony House. Colony House. Stevenson is basically Colony House. So, calling you out, Colony House. Um, I just think it's such a weird... It's not like he features his dad. It's like he's... Using his dad as a crutch. Like, even that fake phone call thing. It's so dumb. Yeah. It's, it's like, and I mean, I think he's probably like maybe 16 or 17 doing that song. I doubt he had a musical career before this. I bet it was just something that they were kind of like, hey, like, try this. But it is like, now in 2021, like, knowing what, sorry, playing flip to the thing. <laughs> knowing like what Colony House is and like knowing like who Stephen Curtis Chapman is. Um, it it's almost like infuriating to me. <laughs> I wonder if they actually reached out to Stephen Curtis Chapman. I was just gonna ask, and that. he was like, uh, "My kid can do it. Yeah. I'm I'm busy. <laughs> I'm busy yeah. touring. So like, my kid can sing. Three hundred dollars a year. That was at that. Nine 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 to live out loud. <laughs> oh yeah. Wake the neighbors." Let, let the light out. I thought that everybody buried their money in a coffee can after listening to that song. Yeah, dude, I did. I was like, screw this money. <laughs> Stephen Curtis Chapman, I'm gonna do it. No, I yeah, that was that was a, a shame. I think it is nepotism in its prime. It it's and then also like even as a kid, like the imagery of having your lips caught in a gate has made me afraid of gates <laughs> my whole life. Or having your aunt. Yeah. I open gates like this. <laughs> Mine, we kind of already established, was Promised Land. Because it was so uninspired. I could almost, like, watch the producer, or could see the producer, like, whispering, It's your turn. Play the drums. They're <laughs> <laughs> just, like, trying hit that one. their best. <laughs> <laughs> And then it's just awkward, and it's very, it reminds me of, like, um, like, middle school band, you know, like, it's just what I, it's what I got, so, sorry. Can, can, can I say something really quick? Today I yeah. subbed 
for one period for a fifth grade orchestra class. <laughs> and I was like walking down the hallways afterwards like, oh my God. <laughs> like what just happened? Can I side comment? We had a tiny orchestra in my one room schoolhouse. Mm-hmm. We uh, played in the library. It was smaller than most bathrooms. And there was always a trumpet player behind me that liked to drip on my shoulder. Oh. And so I just always like whenever you're like middle school bands, I'm like, no, no. Let me tell you about middle school bands because it can't get much worse. Oh. So, Can I go back in time and sub at your... You would lose your hearing, but if you want, That would be to. so cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm in. Anyway, okay. Cool. Yeah. See ya. It was like two trumpets, a flute, a um... <laughs> <laughs> two trumpets and a flute. <laughs> we had two more instruments. I think one of them was like a violin and oh <laughs> my god, orchestral. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Symphonic, I mean, not just yeah. yeah. And then I don't even. I blocked it out. I don't remember who the a last triangle. one was. <laughs> Could have been French horn. <laughs> Aggressive triangle. No, it was two flutes. It was two flutes <laughs> and two trumpets and a violin. Oh High class. Highbrow. Anyway, sorry. Totally <laughs> off subject. We should move on. Um, <laughs> Sanctus real. <laughs> What's your favorite Barlow Girl song? Um, Never Alone. That's a joke from last week. <laughs> Pretty sure that's a joke from every yeah. episode. <laughs> Yeah, we've mentioned them in every episode. Yeah, so anyways, your favorite Hawk Nelson song is. <laughs> I like Hawk Nelson. Oh my god. <laughs> um, calm <but> down. <laughs> Everyone calm down. Stop stalling, Jonathan. Say it. Yep. My number nine is I'm So Blue. Paul Coleman. It's been mentioned before. I don't have to say too, more, too much more, I don't think. I just wrote boring. It's alright. Also, French people may be offended. By parts in that song. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Probably. I don't know. The French market did not bite on this album. No. No, so they probably never even listened to it. They probably don't even know. Because of this song. <laughs> oh, because of the song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's my number nine. Eh. Eh. Um, my number eight is Love My Lips, Stevenson. Um, it was kind of wacky. Kind of wacky. I wrote, wow. <laughs> First time I've ever heard you use that word. <laughs> I wrote, wow. Wacky. <laughs> um, I do have good memories of the original song. Unlike you, you didn't, like, you're terrified of Gates now, but I don't know, I kind of like that that movie and that song, but, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't really have much more to say about it, other than, so the first, uh, playlist that I had, that I was listening to, because I didn't follow your link, I'm sorry, uh, the first playlist I listened to, at it, as Stephen Curtis Chapman, I made all mm-hmm. those videos, for nothing, I'm sure, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so, so then I was like, oh, Stephen Curtis Chapman did this? This doesn't really sound like him. And then and then I realized what it actually was. And I was like, oh, gotcha. But yeah, that was my number eight. I don't have much more to say, though. My number eight is his cheeseburger. Whose? His. Um, 
<clears throat> yeah, it's, I mean, we've talked about it enough as a song. I, I just want to say it was too sad for me. Like, I can relate. I just, if I, if I wanted a cheeseburger and I couldn't get one, like, it's, it's too much for me to, it's too much for me to handle. You I barely got through it. face down on your bed, in your pillow, and listen to this on repeat. If, if I wanted a cheeseburger and I could not get one, I might do that. Because cheeseburgers are like the desperation food, right? Like, we all know we shouldn't you have. You take that back. <laughs> <laughs> they always, okay, think about like every like 10 p.m. meal that we have ever had, maybe, uh-huh. and I would say 95% are like <clears throat> cheeseburger related. Those are cherished memories, man. Those, uh, those are sacred nights. And they're not born out of desperation. <laughs> <laughs> they're born out of intentionality. Oh, man. Uh, podcast is I have to say, I think I, I think I also disagree with you, Madison, yeah. because I love cheeseburgers. Desperation food is Taco Bell. Mm. It's true. Taco right. Which is why they too, and then cheeseburgers are like, that's my treat. But <laughs> the thing is, is a cheeseburger. Even in the song that is like a desperation song about a cheeseburger, they call the restaurant Burger Bell. Mm. Oh. Mm. That always kind of confused me conceptually as a kid. Why? Do you care to elaborate? <laughs> I mean, is this Gerard weighing on your heart? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad the listeners can hear you nodding. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, I'm, I'm done. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> it, it's convenient to, like, that we have a consensus here, because I feel like we can all just collectively <laughs> hate on these artists. But yeah, my number eight is also <laughs> I'm So Blue. I don't know how the, they made a song that is what this is like they somehow made a synthesizer sound like a banjo and it irritated me you know the the like really twangy clunky stuff they were doing it, i don't know it was very very frustrating like if you're gonna go banjo go banjo but don't make a synth sound like it um but yeah also just the obscurity apparently the paul coleman although now he's a uh, part of newsboys to this day but yeah i don't know just uh yeah i don't know We've all said it before. Not a fan of the song. I really want to see Newsboys again and just like find him and be like, "Can you guys please play Blue?" <laughs> <laughs> like I basically came here to hear that song. His band is like, "Get out." What do you think? Do you think he even remember recording this, or did they? <laughs> it's like, oh, that weekend at Denny's. I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> they kept telling us. To... <laughs> do you think? Do you think that when Tate joined Newsboys? That that Paul Coleman was like, oh yeah, you. I thought I thought we I thought that that weekend could just nobody would remember that, but now you were there, you were a witness to it. No, they like make eye contact, and they're both like. <laughs> yeah. It was like you can join under one condition. <laughs> we never talk about this. <laughs> Rtk. All right. I'm drinking hard seltzer water, which I've never had before. It tastes like normal water. (laughs) Um, Audio A. Hairbrush. So, here's the deal. Here's the deal. 
That's like our third bad this is pun not of the, the kind night. Of <laughs> We are so sorry. Are you the puns? <laughs> I usually get so mad when people make those stupid puns and I could not resist them. You made laughing. like three have I? tonight. I have. What's <laughs> happening to me? One more and you're out. Promise? <laughs> yeah. Promise. I have my favorite Hawk Nelson album. Um, Okay, so number eight would be how uh house plants. <laughs> no, um, hairbrush. Uh, okay, so I wrote in my notes reminds me of house plants. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing: I they're memeing like the '90s college radio culture, like almost like grunge, Pearl Jam. You know, like they're like making fun of that, and I don't know what. <laughs> Christian kid is going to be like, oh, yeah, I don't know what they're being. Like, <laughs> I'm just kind of like, okay, but for what? Because I feel like it takes up so much of the song for them to, like, screw around and be like, this is live, but it's not really live, and we're just, like, screwing around. And it's like, it just detracts from, like, what they could actually do good musically on the song, because the musicality of the song is not good. Hot take. What if this song was for the parents of the children that were listening to this album. That was my thought. Okay. Mm-hmm. Annette Canyon, <laughs> Kendall Canyon, in 2005, are not reliving the glory days when they used to listen to Nirvana. So I don't think that's true. <laughs> there were no glory days. <laughs> <laughs> So maybe it wasn't written for your parents, but it was maybe written for the other parents. Hard maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I just was kind of like, and I love Audio Adrenaline too. Like I actually, Audio Adrenaline is one of my favorite bands of all time. Uh, yeah, mine was actually also the hairbrush song, mostly because when I was listening to this, I thought it was actually some kind of ad. And then I checked, and it was not a song. <laughs> and so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'll just wait. <laughs> did you did you play the game often, like, add or song? <laughs> yeah, and so I waited for, like, an entire minute. And then by the one-minute mark, they were still talking about the firefighters or whatever, and I was mostly just confused at that point. And I got bored, and so I skipped to the two-minute mark, and they were still just kind of talking. <laughs> and then I gave up. On said song because it was so not what I was wanting. Cause I loved the hairbrush song. As a female who frequently loses her hairbrush, that is the tune that goes through my head semi-regularly. Um, so that's awesome. Yeah. So I feel like this song was mostly just a disappointment. I love that but. that you didn't even listen to the whole thing and it still beat three other songs. <laughs> <laughs> It was an advertisement, but it was better than Spill. It got 
automatic turn because it was audio A. So that's yeah, that's your floor. Yeah. Everything else is below. It's like a negative score. Yeah, I was like, I gave them like a little bit of bonus points, like for the passion that they had when they were kind of singing. And I'm like, well, it's okay. <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, moving on. My number eight is I Can Be Your Friend by the OC Supertones. I just wrote, this is okay, pretty standard, but I think I wrote the same thing as you, Tanner. Cool solo, though. Ah. Same exact thing. So the, the solo was neat, which is why it's number eight, not number like nine or ten. Um, that was a high point. It was cool when they added that. There was actually a, kind of a difficult part at the very end of that solo, which was sort of impressive. Um, but yeah, it, the rest of it, it was just kind of eh. It was, it was okay. Especially considering the OC Supertones is not like a guitar heavy band. No, but they had like the, that like arpeggio kind of tapping thing at the end of it. I don't know what it was. I didn't actually pay attention. I didn't like listen closely enough to know exactly what it was, but I was like, oh, that's fast. And then it ended. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so that was impressive. So the OC Supertones are listening to this. My number seven was, uh, we're, we're starting to, like, repeat each other. Yeah, his mm-hmm. cheeseburger tape. I agree with everybody else that, like, tape could have done more with this. Really could have. I've never really liked tape at all. And I think maybe part of that is that I love Newsboys and I really love Peter Furler. Yeah. And so then... And then when he took Newsboys and then they still called it Newsboys, I will always be salty about that. Yeah. And also, so, yeah, they went an entirely different direction after that. And, yeah, it's not yeah. Newsboys. Anyway. I'm um, missing musical history. What happened? Oh, like Newsboys used know. to be this awesome band that came out with original music and stuff. Okay. And then Peter Furler, their lead singer, former yeah. drummer, okay. yep, he, he quit. Okay. He went his own way. Retired, kind of. He did a side project for a little while, and he just kind of faded away. And uh, Michael Tate took over the lead singing capabilities, and uh, they went their own direction, but they weren't Newsboys anymore. And Michael Tate was originally one shining, of three from DC Talk. Yes, with Tony Mack. And the, so the one time that I saw Newsboys with Michael Tate, uh, they actually sang "Jesus Freak," mm-hmm. and they had a couple other members like Toby. McKeon was there, and uh, I, the other guy that I ever can't remember Kevin his name, yeah, he ended up being there, and so it was like, DC Talk was there, but it was Newsboys, and then they were all singing, and it was it, it was kind of cool, but yeah, afterwards it was just like, they're all in the back room, and we're eating, and it's just like, this is weird. Thank you for that backstory. I do appreciate that. Also, by the way, Tate has like five wardrobes for every show there's like the pre-show and then like the sound check and then he changes again for the show and then there's something else for the meet and greet and he changes into something else for at the end it was really weird did not like it and then kevin he is like i'm not joking like 250 300 pounds now and all he can do is eat food like i I distinctly remember coming off backstage after the show going food Where's the food? And he was not, like, joking. Like, he was pissed. <laughs> Didn't he used to be kind of jacked? Yeah, and now he's not. That's sad. My you mom had a huge it. crush on him. <laughs> yep. Anyway, so that was, 
yeah, I didn't really even talk about the song. And I was like, number seven. <laughs> my mom had a crush on Toby Mac. Huh. So, yeah. My mom had a crush on my dad. <laughs> <laughs> they must have been Christian. Um, <laughs> I'm realizing now that I swapped these two songs on accident. But so my number seven, I have to remember to do this in the right order now. My number seven was the Water Buffalo song by Super Chick. After all we've been through. Even after all we've been through. <laughs> I I have mostly positive things to say about it though. It just fell at number seven. Um I think Super Chick was weirdly somehow the perfect choice for this song. Like it just seemed like it fit. Listening to it, I, it felt like two weeks ago when I was listening to Super Chick. <laughs> um, and, like, I think that, like, the humor in that song was pretty on brand for them because they, like, messed around with some of that weird humor in a couple of their albums, too. And, like, it just, it seemed like that song just really fit. And, like, I think, I think in terms of, like, Super Chick still being Super Chick, but doing the VeggieTales song, I think they did a good job. Um... My number's, we're on seven, right? Yeah. Yep. Seven is Stevenson. I love my lips. Um, the reason this didn't rank lower, because I, I just, I don't really like it a lot, is just that part of me feels like, like, Steven almost put his son up to this. You know what I mean? Like, kind of like someone else was suggesting maybe they originally approached him, and then they're like, he was like, oh, you know, I'm going to try to get my kid famous or something. You know, I don't know. I wouldn't put that past him, sort of. So, like... Because he sounds so young. Like, in the part where he's, like, talking to his dad on the phone, he sounds ridiculously young. And, you know, so I don't know. There's part of me that just thinks that that's the case. But also, like, the production's not the worst of all the songs on this, but I just, mm -hmm. like, yeah, the nepotism thing really does bug me, too, where I'm just like, okay. Like, and I actually didn't know that he went on to have a, a further career. I thought this was it for him, because like, I, I looked him up, and I was like, the band Stevenson, and they like, not done anything. So, like, oh, okay, well, that's the end of Stevenson, but... Um, but no, they're, like, really big now. Yeah, which is cool. Good for him. Yeah. I mean, th th nice that he kind of abandoned that whole, I'm going to link myself <clears> to my dad and just kind of did something different. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, anyways, not a fan of that song, though. Or, like, even the original, to be honest. Like... Is it the gate thing? <laughs> it's not the gate thing, it's the aunt. It's not the gate It's gate. the aunt with the hairy, hairy cheek uh, thing. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Or had a, yeah, she had a she beard. Had beard. Yeah, and it felt weird. It felt weird. It did feel weird. <laughs> Seven? Really? Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, Belly of a Whale by Newsboys. No. I, I, hey, guys, <laughs> shut up. This is my show. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we kick him out. Wow. This is where I live. Okay, I just... My notes on this is literally just says, just good, catchy. Um, I really like this song. I, I I don't know, like, I think... The Newsboys are a band that, like, I don't... I loved. that They were my first favorite band. The first band that I ever said was my favorite band. And for, for some reason, they just didn't age well for me. Um... Yeah, but I think this song is really great. Um, I remember watching the Jonah movie and being like, this song is really good. Um, 
It's a whistling. <laughs> yeah, it is the whistling. Even that video says epic whistling. It does. It <laughs> 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 made me laugh. That's kind of like, you know what, I'm not going to argue with you. Just imagine like seven-year-old me trying to make that a Windows movie made. What should I put here? Epic whistling. Um, yeah, I think it's just, I think it's good. This is also the first, or the only song that is not sung by a VeggieTales character, Mm -hmm. which is notable. And this is the only song that came from a full motion picture movie. Well, it's the only original song. It's the only original one. So, and so it's, it's basically a newsboy song. About a VeggieTales movie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I mean, like, if you want to talk about like, um, what is it? Uh, um, what was the the phrase that you used? Like suffering from source material. Yeah, so if you want to talk about source material, Newsboy. I mean, like, if you really want to be real, Newsboy and Reliant K were given like the silver platters. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. They, they were like, here, do what you want. Yeah. Uh, and then Paul Coleman's like, I guess I'll make blue, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, but I would say, like, out of all the artists, Newsboys had the most creative freedom, and and I think they did a really good job. I just don't like. I like it seven less than wow. six other songs. Oh, so either Tam really likes the next six songs. Or... I can forgive you for that. Okay. I guess that's okay. We can still. Be we can still. Be I think number seven for me, we finally made it, is I'm So Blue. I couldn't get over the accents. I don't know what it was. They were, like... I, <laughs> that horrible fake laugh in the beginning. Yeah, I just... I am so fixated on the accents throughout the whole thing that I just can't even... Mm-hmm. I don't even know what they were doing with the instruments. I was too distracted. So <laughs> You're that's like, all I shut up. Yeah, I was like, I just gotta figure out if this is legit. My number seven is Stand by Skillet. I know some of you may be surprised, but... You um, love Skillet. I, I do like Skillet. I'm kind of surprised by that. You have their posters on your wall. I, I don't have their posters on my wall. I was going to say, wall. you have posters on your wall? <laughs> I do. You have posters on your wall? <laughs> I, I, I have a Young the Giant poster on my wall. My girlfriend is in Chicago. I have posters on my wall. She can't see his wall. Yeah, so she doesn't care. Nice. You enjoy that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, I will. Um, I just thought the guitars were kind of messy. I don't think it was the production quality. I think they just didn't take much time to record the song. Um, A couple of the comments. Can I help you? That was a callback to another episode. Um, Eyes up here? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. That time was me and Josh when I was. Yeah, and we actually didn't even catch the eyes up here yeah. thing. All of a sudden, it was like, wait, everybody's talking about us. <laughs> um, Sorry, John. No, you're good. I, I thought a couple of the comments on the YouTube video were funny, though. A couple of them said, this song scared me as a kid. (laughs) (laughs) And then they grew up to like Skillet, but when they were young and this song came on, it scared them. So, (laughs) I can see that. I understand. Um, The guitar hook is kind of catchy. It's definitely better than the other songs that I've gone past, but 
That's number seven. Ooh. Number six. Um, oh, oh, another. Okay, I'll I'll add another love tip. Oh, okay. I got a few. Um, I'm never <clears throat> never sure where to put them. Maybe every two times we go around, we can do one. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Let me see. I mean, help me. Yeah, with my loneliness. I will. Um, here's a tip. I'm just gonna put this bluntly, okay? <laughs> just for you. I'm not gonna beat around the bush. If if you don't love your significant other's lips, then there's a problem. Okay. Um, Cause if that's true, then babies can't be made, and what's the point? <laughs> I so. think we just need to move on. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> All right, Josh. All right, number six. I didn't say they were good. Yeah, number six. We don't. We don't promise quality. No. <laughs> I can be your friend. OC Supertones. Guys. So now, in the same way, Tanner, that your number seven. You actually really like the song. I'm to the point where pretty much the rest of these... Sorry, TK. The rest of these songs... <laughs> I'm Tanner, too. I keep so claim to that name. He knew me first. He yeah. knew you first. We That's loved true. one another first. <laughs> it's, it's I was his first Tanner love. Yeah, it's confusing. It is. Uh, anyway... <laughs> he just agrees with you. I do, like, I do like the rest of the songs pretty much. Uh, number six, I can be your friend. I love the OC Supertones. The devil is bad, and so I always like them when they. That's not OC Supertones. It's not. Oh, the W's. Okay, well, it's like Scratch that. Um, anyway, I do really like the song. I can be your friend. I also like it in the movie. Um, I do think that they probably could have gone. I don't know, change it up a little bit more. Um, and I wish it was longer. Mm. It's kind of short. Just like, do do done. <laughs> but, yeah. Alright. My number six yep. is <clears throat> In the Belly of the Whale by Newsboys. Um, I think it's funny. And clever, and very well done. <clears throat> I, I, I mean, I, I feel like I'm just going to be echoing what TK said, but um, yeah, it's they did a good job. It's a funny song. It was helpful to have the lyrics on that YouTube video because that just you know when you can read the lyrics, it makes it more clever. I think mm-hmm. sometimes they sing really fast, and you're like, "What do you say? <laughs> um, what do you say?" Ah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think I would agree with you. I, I used to really like Newsboys when I was young, and um, just they, they just didn't age well. So, um, But that song was very fun. And I was singing along to it. So. I'm pretty sure that they sang that at Creation when we were there in 05. That's the W's. <laughs> I promise. No, 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 no. I'm talking about belly of a whale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you remember that? 
all I remember is audio A set. Relying K set. And hurting my foot and breaking my flip-flops on the rock wall. Okay. I'm pretty sure they did. And there is a tooth and nail table. I remember being blown away that tooth and nail had their own table where you could buy exclusive tooth and nail merchandise. And every day of creation, the guy that worked the booth had a different Snapple shirt. <laughs> like it was, I just remember being like, oh, wow, another one. <laughs> this guy really likes Snapple. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will, I'll take that one. <laughs> okay, my number six, done and brought up before, Promised Land, Sanctus Real. In my mind, I, I've never really liked Sanctus Real, and I feel like they are like, like, I always just imagine, like, the showbiz pizza mechanical band, you know, or like a Chuck E. Cheese, the robot animals playing, you know, it's like, so robotic and, like, like some factory somewhere was like, we need another Christian band. Well, here you go. Your sex is real. You know, I don't know. So, this song was like very on brand for them, but just, it's just at the end of the day, it's a sanctus real song. So, it's never going to get past number six on my list. Look, okay. Um, actually, that is also my number six. So, you put that over in the belly of the whale. My I did. Guy. I did. Because here's the bomb I'm about to drop. I really like Sanctus Real. Oh, I'm sorry. I really like Sanctus Real. I came into your house. You and can, I compared you them come to the show my house. <laughs> you eat my pizza. <laughs> you disrespect. <laughs> okay, um, believe it or not, Saint Israel's first two albums were pop punk, and they were very mm -hmm. good. And I I remember uh, watching the music video to Say It Loud like over and over and over again. Say It Loud is an amazing song. They're kind of like Hawk Nelson in that way, right. sort of, because they <clears throat> they reached a point where they started moving into more of the CCM territory mm -hmm. and almost worship musicy at about mm -hmm. the same time. At about the same time. And their first two albums are really good. Mm -hmm. Fight the Tide yeah. and Say It Loud are actually very good. Agreed. And the guitar playing on it is incredible. And I love like the beginning of that song, like Promised Land, because it's like these two dissonant chords, like like and it's almost kind of this nod of like, yeah, yeah, like we're a pop punk band. Like, mm -hmm. you know, we, we actually play heavier stuff. And then it's just kind of like a good like, oh yeah. Like it's enough to kind of like carry you through. Um in in, in my opinion. I I see what you're saying, but then I also am kind of like yeah, but like they're they're punk. Yeah, I'm not musically cultured, so I'm not gonna fight you on this, but I am still gonna judge you just a little. Right, so. I'm, I'll <laughs> fight you on it. Um, Sanctus Real's first two albums are great. Promised Land as a song is not, and I, I don't think that they are related. Okay, so I'm gonna bring up three reasons why that's <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Number one, the intro is interesting. Sure. Number two. Uh, it is, it's peppy. Um, number three. It's yeah, it's peppy. Uh, it's a fact, objectively, <laughs> that it's peppy. Number three, um, it does a great job with the source material. I feel like they just you pulled didn't even that believe one that last one. <laughs> the second one is barely true. And, and the first one, 
is like the first couple seconds of the song, and you know then what? you have you to know listen what? to the whole song. I agree with this. Just wait till you see what number it is on my list. <laughs> oh my um, but I have three reasons. I win that argument. Madison, go. That's not um, how that works. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to lie. We've reached the point in my list where they're all, like, not offensive to me, but they're just fine. So, like... That is that is a common theme in this podcast. Yeah, like, six, five, and four all kind of blur together in my mind. Like, I'm not really sure where I'm going. <laughs> like, it's just arbitrary. Scramble. Yeah, so I was either going to go with I Love My Lips at this point or Promised Land. I'll go with uh, probably I Love My Lips, because knowing none of the backstory of who's singing it, I think, all right, he's got, like, a pretty nice voice. You know, like, this song is interesting. It changes pace a little bit. There's that questionable, like, little story time section in the middle. I don't know what's going on with that. All the makings of a great song. (laughs) (laughs) Every every hit on the radio today. (laughs) But then it just, like, it ends nicely. I don't think it's terrible. Like, I would maybe play it to my kids if I had any. Like, be like, sure, we can listen to this in the background. I just... Wouldn't seek it out. Does that make sense? You right, know, right. I think I think that that's fair. I actually would play this whole album for my kids, my when I go home. I did. Henry <laughs> was like really into it. I'm sure. I was like, okay. I she think, knew it was Veggie Tales, and I didn't even tell her. I think that did she do a cover. No. Oh, okay. I was like, that's a giveaway. I think that if I played this for this album for Elise, there would be a couple of songs that I would see her being like know into then the rest of them she would like pretend that she's not into them because that's what happens when you play a nine-year-old girl music that you want them to like i hate this mm-hmm. also i want to point out the literal first words in this album are veggie tales so that, that might have been a tip off too so that's she didn't but, hear that one. Okay. Oh, you yeah. sheltered her from the from the back <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> She may live to like concerts. <laughs> yeah, she may live to like <laughs> poor Rebecca St. James. That was so bad. <laughs> All she ever did to us was comfort Tanner in his broken face. <laughs> and I guess Big Bad is any concerts. But you know. I liked concerts after watching her concert. Me too. But how are you Whoa, it's all coming full circle because that song's about lips. All right, Jonathan. <laughs> all right, Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> um, my number six was oh, Where's My Hairbrush? Um, I thought it was funny in the very beginning they mentioned a fire marshal because kids definitely don't know what a fire marshal is, which was why I thought maybe it was for the parents. You said. Um, but I thought that was kind of funny. Also, also, the smooth jazz feel was kind of interesting. The transition to the first like chorus wasn't good, um, but I think it got a little better from there. Um, and I just like their the different take on the kind of live thing they did. It was unique. I don't think they pulled it off perfectly, but I thought it was cool enough, and yeah. I laughed. And they really weren't live, right? No, no. Oh, I don't okay. think so. No, they they, uh, they, they were, were the tra- parking lot of Demi. Right. <laughs> and the guy yelling, we love you, Junior, was yeah. real. <laughs> that, none of that's true. Um, no, they were just trying to create a live feel, I think. It was kind of funny. I thought it was done okay. Um, it was interesting. But it's smack in the middle for me. 
Maybe they were in Indies, and the fire marshal was going to shut them down because there was like um, you're standing too close. Yeah, you can't take that many parking spots. You can't. <laughs> you need to move on. Three steps back. Uh, can I just tell a story about Denny's? Mm-hmm. Sure. I like Denny's. So, in youth group, when I was growing up, the code name for I can just say it. The code name for like middle school boys we wanted to be real and talk about things but oftentimes we were like in public places so we couldn't like open up that much so the code name for struggling with like pornography or masturbation was going to denny's <laughs> because that was the code name because our youth leader was like what's the grossest thing you could do go to denny's so i cannot hear that without associated with that and I will never go to a Denny's. <laughs> I'm not going to be able to unhear that either. I know, yeah, right? I had a whole bunch of Denny's yeah. jokes lined up for the rest of this podcast, and I'm just going to cut them all loose. Or, go. or go even harder. No. <laughs> or so double when down. Was, when I was in college, I was in a cultural anthropology class, and we had to write an ethnography about some subculture, and I chose Denny's at 5 in the morning. Until mm-hmm. nine in the morning on Sunday mornings. That's amazing. And it, where where I was in East Texas, it was actually <coughs> really really interesting because at five a.m. you still have the people that were on the night shift, and it, and so they're they're kind of towards the end of their shift. They're in a decent mood because they're about to get off work and cleaning up and all those things. And about six thirty, the uh, the strippers from the strip club come in. And they're counting their tips and having breakfast before they go home, probably to their kids. Uh, and <laughs> so there's this whole thing going on. And about the time that they're walking out, the pre-Sunday morning church crowd is coming in. And it is the only place in the whole world where strippers and people wearing their Sunday best going to church are going to be in the same place at the same time. Wow. It was cool. I, I went there for like eight weeks on Sunday mornings and wrote like a real long paper about it. It was fun. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.